1: Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Ruffino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Brian Kelly's not young, done yet in recruiting. Uh oh. <laughs> I think tomorrow morning on AYSSnetwork.com for the first time in the website's history. We are going to be dropping a, uh, what do you kids call it these days? A crystal ball? Let me play this again. So every time you read it, <laughs> when you go to the website, you can think of that sound. Ba-da-da-da. Nevertheless absolutely fantastic day for the tigers in baseball fantastic day for Brian Kelly been a really good week a lot of good clips a lot of good things going out and and guys really and truthfully we're less than 2 weeks away from LSU's fighting camp our LSU fighting tiger football camp getting underway so a lot to talk about there SEC media days take 2 saban gave Brian Kelly some pleasantries uh, said Eli Ricks is still immature, using his you know his paraphrase there, uh, but we do got a lot to talk about, and you know you already know, uh, Ruffino's rants on this glorious Tuesday is around the corner. You already know that. Uh, Memphis Spence joins us again this week. He will be joining us at seven thirty p.m. Central Time. Let's talk around the SEC and SEC Media Day, some more conference alignment with him as well. Uh, early Christmas present for Jay Johnson is a lot of the guys. Paul uh, uh, Gervais did get drafted in the 12th round to the Mets. Uh, he is going to be going to the Mets. Um, really good for Paul, man. He's an older guy. Uh, congratulations to him. Wish he would have stayed. But LSU gets huge additions with guys like Griffin Herring. And the biggest, in my personal opinion, uh, Gavin Gidry announces that he will be coming to LSU and being a Tiger. Carter Young, the, the transfer from Vandy, he also uh, uh, got drafted, unsure and unclear what he's going to do. Jack Pineda, who was actually on this show about a month ago, he got drafted. He's going to be going. So we'll, we'll talk about some of those key pieces, but Gavin Gidry, guys, is a day one shortstop, uh, especially if the bat gets rolling. So huge news uh, for Jay Johnson. And we'll do, as we do every Tuesday and Thursday, Hashtag ask Blake. So you have a question? Fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat. We will try to get to them as, as at least as many of them as we can uh, during the show. So fire them in. We greatly appreciate it. Um, it's gonna be a fun show. <laughs> <sighs> God, crying belly in YouTube. Getting to a couple comments before we get started. Crying belly is saying Shelton Sampson is a lock. His sources tell him so okay uh al landry so said so is anything uh, exciting happen today absolutely absolutely you probably got a core base for the next three years in, in, in on your baseball team uh Rob Boudreaux says hello peeps and good evening good evening to you sir al landry says for hey four number 99 clap with no hands y- yeah we are on episode 499 uh tomorrow we'll be at 500. You know, a big accomplishment for us, man, just consistency, working hard and consistency. So to all of you people out there that want to start a podcast and want to be a part of media, the biggest thing is consistency, man. We've done 500 of these shows since we've been back uh, doing this uh, remotely full time. Um, So episode 500 is a very, very big deal uh, for us. Cold Case One says, I can't keep up with all all the baseball stuff today. Too much going on. Where are the five stars in football at? Of course. Of course. Crying Belly fires in a question. Uh, let's, let's, let's table that. I, I, I'll answer that outside of the... Uh, I'll answer that right out of the break. Uh, and Marshall says, a bunch of, bunch of narratives going around. Yeah, it's getting a little tired and aggravating. You know, but we'll bitch and moan and complain about national media guys doing it. But God forbid if us as LSU fans do it. And quite honestly, I'm not going to... I'm not going to really take any more people telling me about the state that aren't from the state. Man, you're not going to tell me about the state and you've never lived here. I don't care where you're born, where you've been. If you, if you haven't lived here in your entire life, like I have, don't tell me about the state, man. Just <laughs> really don't. Uh, cold says George insider posted a clip of a fat guy that was supposed to be BK. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. I, I really don't give a shit what other people are, you know, are posting. Um, you know, they can talk all they want, but Kirby, Kirby smart has a bowl cut. He goes to the barber and they put a bowl over his head and that's how they cut his hair. So, I, I mean, the last time I checked Kirby, the last time Kirby smart walked his ass into, into death Valley, he got those cheeks clapped. Yeah, look, I, I, this is the Rafinos rants. So we'll wait for it. I'll make a very bold prediction. People aren't going to agree with me. Um, People aren't going to agree with me. You know, but Rafino's rant's right around the corner because I'm tired of hearing it. And not only, guys, from national media, why do you have to beat up on yourself when other people are doing it for you? It's like a guy, you know, you're with a group of friends, and when you're with those group of friends, all these friends make fun of you, and then you start making fun of yourself. G- flip them the middle finger and say, shut up. I'm going to beat your A. And if they beat you up, so what? Stick up for yourself. I- I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of the LSU slamming. Pause. Actually, no pause. Pooh Bear can get over it. Hey, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear and Zach are with us. But you know what? Zach's just like, oh, I'm going on a cruise. So, who oh. um, Pooh Bear. Who is actually going to swack Media Days? Round of applause for the Pooh Bear. <laughs> the only bad thing is, <laughs> I was going to make a joke. It's not that funny of a joke. Pooh Bear was getting all lined up and party today, getting his hair cut, and he, you know. I'll let him mention it, but we got to talk. (laughs) You can't say shit uh, about your boy. (laughs) No more. All right. A couple more and we'll we'll, we'll get rolling. Uh, Keaton. Damn, son. Pause. Keaton, put a shirt on. There's women in this space. Put a damn shirt on. Keaton, put a shirt on. Pause. (laughs) Paul. Can't get me again, Pooh Bear. You, you can't do it. He says, facts. Coach O pause. beat the draws off Kirby twice. <laughs> he did beat them draws off, boy. Pause. It's going to be one of them episodes, isn't it? We're almost 500 episodes in. It's going to be one of those episodes, isn't it? Pooh Bear, every time we say the word "pauls" in the show, we got to give a dollar to charity. How about that? Every time Zach says something outlandish, <laughs> Paul. That's $1. That's $1. All right, let's get rolling. I, I want to do this. I want to give a big shout out to our good friends over at Pristine Auction. Uh, we we'll They're a new partner of AYS. Just want to welcome them aboard. We'll be playing uh, uh, their ad that they gave to us. They'll be doing some give, giveaways, a lot of sports memorabilia on PrestigeAuction.com. So go over there today for all your sports memorabilia. We'll be playing that uh, later on the show tonight, but just want to welcome them to AYS. Okay, everybody do us a favor. You know the drill. I say it every night. You probably can repeat the drill with me, but so many of you are watching us on Facebook. Do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Share to those Facebook groups. Share to your own social media platforms. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell if you're listening to us on xm radio or the audio podcast rate review subscribe as well and uh, let me say the ays forum message board has completely taken off you're gonna want to go over there today ayssnetwork.com use uh, subscribe to the the vip forum seven dollars a month or thirty seven fifty for your first six months Guys, it's been blowing up so much interaction inside the forum, giving recruiting tidbits, giving you what I'm hearing around LSU athletics and more. So go subscribe, to AYSSnetwork.com. Use the forum. Do the thirty-seven fifty or the seven dollars a month. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right, these let's, let's pay these bills very quickly. Rafino's Ranch around the corner. I've had enough. I'm like the parent that's had enough. Some of y'all about to start getting some whoopings up in here. You want your cornbread? Because I'm about to take yours. Pause. That's two dollars. All right, let's pay these bills none better than our good friends over at GM Barno Sons at Betonline.ag. Back in a minute. Our partners over at BetOnline Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, included updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, mono chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then... They can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see him over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give him a call at 225 664 9992. 225 664 9992. Tell him your good friend, Play Graffino. Sit you on by. It's good to see my good buddy Chase Orgeron back uh, 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 listening and watching and commenting on the shows. You guys used to obliterate him. No pause uh, obliterate him, uh, inside the space or inside the comment section. So Chase, welcome back, brother. <laughs> I know it's been a very rough two years for you. Uh, welcome back. Thank you for, uh, uh being part of AYS. Uh, Doug knows LSU, the LSU coach since 2016 or 20 or 2006, excuse me, has been a quote unquote clown act. BK put an end to the nonsense yesterday Nice to have an adult in the building. I agree with that. I, I, I 1,000% agree with that. And Carl Dunn says this very, very good. Uh, Carl Dunn on, on YouTube says, We coming to lay it to smack it down. Hashtag pause. Hashtag Pooh bear eats too much funeral chick. I wonder what people on XM Radio and uh, <laughs> uh, Apple Podcasts See, you know what Blake, what's funeral chicken? All right, one more, then we're gonna get to this Rafino's rants. Jordan on YouTube says hashtag ask Blake and the Pooh Bear. Which three SEC teams does LSU beat if we're able to go eight and four? Give me Tennessee. Didn't think that was coming, did you? Give me Mississippi State. Give me AM. Give me Florida. Pooh Bear is going to type his probably inside the chat. Because Pooh Bear just got his new twist in. He can't be showing y'all. Uh, what did What did Snoop Dogg say when he got his new twist in, Pooh Bear? <laughs> All right, let's get this thing rolling. Guys, let me Let me first off by prefacing this. Everybody do us a favor. Hit the like and share. All of you stop right now. Hit the like and share. Subscribe to AYSSnetwork.com. Pooh Bear says Auburn, Florida, A&M, Mississippi State. That's a good one. I think LSU beats Tennessee uh, at late night in Death Valley. That's my – I'm going to stick by that. I'm definitely, definitely going to stick by that. All right, so listen up. I I don't know about you guys, but – and I don't know how much many people, you know, go on social media and are active on Twitter. I I, got to say this. I am 1,000%. 1,000% out of everybody shitting on Brian Kelly. Guys, I'm tired of it. Like, it's cute. Let me tell you what what was cute. I I was okay with you going after Orgeron last season when uh, people were calling in and saying that their sister was on the front row of the coaches show. She was a big titty blonde. Y'all said all that. That's not my words. Y'all said that. If you want me to use the direct quotes, that was the call. You called into Orgeron. You said that he liked blonde women. All right. It's cool. He does. Whatever. The man got fired after Florida. After LSU ran down Florida's throat. You used to make fun of Les Miles. The man eats grass. All right. It's cute. It's funny. It's this little thing that he's got going on. He's still winning a lot of games, 10, 11 games a season, going to two national titles, winning one of them. I'm not the biggest Les Miles fan. It's whatever. You made fun of him. But it does seem to me, it does seem to me, every single time LSU hires a coach, especially in football, you got a problem with it. Sometimes it even comes from people in our own fan base, people in our own media group, going up to Nick Saban, going up to Bryce Young, going up to other guys at SEC Media Days and asking how the Louisiana prospects are doing. Why? Get over it. Who gives a Rudy Pooh? Why Eli Ricks Per Nick Saban isn't doing good? Great, it's an update. Sounds good. The kid can play. Don't care. Put number seven on him. Put Kayshawn on him. Don't care. Kayshawn's gonna toast him like so, like bread coming out of a toaster. Don't care whether it goes to recruiting. Oh my God. Oh. You got an issue with Brian Kelly going nationally. But then you bitch, moan, and complain when Jalen Brown, a former five-star wide receiver out of Miami, drops on 247. Brian Kelly can't go nationally in recruiting. Apparently, I was wrong with that. Guys, (laughs) newsflash. LSU's got to go outside of Louisiana to win natties. You won a championship in 2003. Your quarterback wasn't from this state. You won a natty in 2007. Your quarterback wasn't from this state. Three offensive linemen was not from this state. Your lead wide receiver was not from this state. 2019, you got me. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Lloyd Cushenberry. See, gee, Charles wasn't from here. Austin Deculus, he says he's from Mamou. He's not from Mamou. He, he played high school football in Texas. Damian Lewis isn't from here. Brain Fajoko's not from here. You've got to be able to recruit nationally. Saban doesn't have a problem where a kid's from when he's winning a natty. No issues. Stop talking shit about Brian Kelly, dude. This whole Louisiana is nothing but a whole bunch of people that are waterboy dudes, waterboy speaking individuals. Shut up. I'm going to I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to make a statement. It's a must win game week one for Brian Kelly. He's not going to get fired. We're not going to say, you know, come from the rafters with tiki torches. We're not going to come to football outs with pitchforks if LSU gets beat by Florida State. I'm not saying that. We got to shut these dudes up. One thing I agree with, my good buddy Blaine Crane from Crane & Company, LSU has built a, a persona nationally tough in nasty defenses. Oh, Les Miles isn't innovative enough, but go talk to any other fan base in the country during Les Miles. Bro, we might lose 31-21. It's not a 10-point win for LSU. They kicked our ass. Guys, get over it. Because every time you start talking that shiznit about Brian Kelly, he comes from the top rope like his name's. Rob Van Dam and he starts beating the shit out of you. The man has won more games at No or won more games at Notre Dame than any human being on the face of the planet. But all I continue to see, whether it be Wes Blankenship who tweeted back at us today, I like Wes a lot. Brian Kelly with his fake accent. Shut up, dude. It's getting old and aggravating. And the one thing that this team does not need is for their fan base to start saying, oh, oh, no, somebody's going to a swimming party at Texas A&M. Hashtag Shelton stays. The last time a young man went to a swimming party at Texas A&M, which is, ooh, a whole bunch of dudes in a pool. Not going to even throw that out there. We would never do that in my day. The last time that helped was a guy by the name of Harold Perkins who was a five-star. Where did he go to school? Oh, where is he currently going to school? I'm tired of the narratives, dude. Everybody keeps blaming. We, we You know, these Twitter spaces, keep, we keep blaming one another. Give him time, man. Give him time. Saban went six and six. Do you know what Nick Saban's record is in his first year as a head coach in college? In the last two times? It's 12 and 12. Is college football much different with the transfer portal and things like that? Yes. The double standards are absolutely unreal. Biggest thing, guys, in 2019, Joe Burrow wasn't from here. He was. You got to recruit nationally. LSU sits in a good place with Shelton Sampson. They sit in a good place with Zalance Surd. You got the two best running backs in the state. I don't care that Tackett Curtis didn't come here. Do I want him as a player? Sure. Sure. Talented young man. Shelton Sampson and two head coaches, I mean, Shelton Sampson, Tackett Curtis and two head coaches didn't give LSU the light of day. At some point, It's not on Brian Kelly. It's not on Ed Orgeron. Guys, you really think, you really mean to tell me that Ed Orgeron wasn't recruiting a five-star, four-star kid from his own state? Like, you fully are going to try to convince me of that, and the kid didn't give Orgeron the light of day in 2019 when LSU went a Natty before COVID struck. (laughs) And you're blaming Brian Kelly for issues that Orgeron left. Guys, Orgeron wasn't the person you thought that he was. Orgeron was a great recruiter. Look at the defensive line. But there's a lot that goes into this. A lot that goes into this. Apparently, I was, you know, uh, issued a summons last night on, in reference to Brian Kelly's own words about quarterbacks. We have to win week one. And like, to me, to shut everybody up, to shut everybody up, LSU needs to go out there and make a statement. I I don't really care. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you run for 300 yards and throw for negative yardage. I don't care if you win by two points. You got to get off on the right foot. The truth is, I really, really, really want LSU to win by 60, to shut everybody up. It's not going to happen. Florida State's got athletes on their side of the ball, too. Don't get it twisted. Do not do not get it twisted. But to start off on the right foot, LSU's got to kick this game off. Brian Kelly even talked about last year's game. You know, I, I get this question a lot in DMs and, and, and from fans. Blake, Bryant, what's Brian Kelly actually doing? Is he really even doing anything? He, he legitimately recited almost play for play LSU versus UCLA last season. You're right. Oh, there goes my mic. You're right. The man that's getting paid $90 million guaranteed is sitting in his office twiddling his thumbs, wearing Southern Mars t-shirts with his hey dudes on, doing nothing. I'm tired of it. I, I'm sick and tired of it. I'm not putting up with it. If you want to trash your head coach that ha- <laughs> that hasn't coached the game, never in my Christian, uh, born again Christian life have I seen ignorance this high. I know I don't need to bring Jesus into this. I, I get it. I'm sick of it. This player's a lot. That player's like, no, he's not. All right. Poor Memphis Spence. <laughs> Joining us in two minutes. At least that's what my team tells me. All right. Uh, Father Bear. How do I kick it up with, well, you know, with Father Bear, But that's my man. He says, hashtag ask Blake this week, May. Have been LSU baseball's biggest week. We're going to talk about that after Memphis Spence, guys. Christmas come early. Griffin Herring, Gavin Gidry, and others. Uh, the the uh, uh, <sighs> okay. But LSU's behind in NIL. What's crazy is is Brian Kelly can walk to a podium in the SEC, at SEC Media Days. Hey guys, our collective's got a whole bunch of money in it. Oh, he's lying. Brian Kelly's line. You only believe what you want to believe. It's aggravating. How do you think LSU's getting all those five stars in baseball? Huh. Hey, why do you think a kid that's a top 15 prospect in the country didn't go in the draft and is coming to LSU? Huh. I'm not, as as Forrest Gump would say, I'm not a smart man, but I do know what NIL is. He said it, not me. Two more, we're getting to Memphis Spence. Uh, Chance Babbin says, Hashtag Ask Blake, is JJ going to get that Air Force Falcon skeins? I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Chase Orgeron whose uncle rhymes with Ted, <laughs> Chase, says, hey, dog, my wife is blonde. What's up with you Orgeron men and blonde women? <laughs> I love you, brother. Let's go get a beer soon. Relax. Relax. <laughs> but you Orgeron and y'all's, a blonde, y'all's a white, blonde-headed women. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, all right. Last one, uh, Father A. says, "Hashtag Ask Blake." This oh, we said that one. It's this one. Uh, no, I think it was the same question over uh, twice. So that's my bad. Okay, let's talk. Let, let's do this. Let's get to our good friend Memphis Spitz. Let's talk to him about SEC Media Days. What did he think of Brian Kelly and Nick Saban and, and so many more? We'll, we'll we'll start off with asking him about Brian Kelly uh, and, and his thoughts. Uh, But let's pay these bills very quickly. Again, I mentioned this earlier. I I want to talk about our good friends over at PristineAuction.com. PristineAuction.com, guys. We're going to be doing a giveaway for them later this week or early next week. Uh, I'll be out probably later in the week because of a a death in the family. Um, So we'll we'll, we'll try to get that uh, later in the week. So let's talk about our good friends over at PristineAuction.com. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 20 with your guest, the AYS People's Champion. Memphis Spence in a minute 20. Guys, let me tell you about my friends over at pristineauction.com. Pristineauction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site with an A-plus, triple B rating. Auctions on Pristine start at just $1, and each day there are over 1,000 autograph items that are available so you wouldn't sign authentic signatures at a very affordable price. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for just $110. Deals like this are happening all the time on pristineauction.com, and they have just about every player that you could want, including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. You already know that I've been over there looking at LSU and Saints items. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reliable sources and authenticators upgrade your auction and collection and signed memorabilia today and get a $10 off your first item. One, when you use the code serious, that's S E R I O U S serious. When you sign up again, pristine pristineauction.com, pristineauction.com. Use that promo code serious on your first order. Guess who's back, 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 back again. I, I'm sorry, Memphis. Right before you came on, we were talking about my good buddy Chase Orgeron and the blonde women. I, I went a little too far. I apologize. But but at Orgeron, his uncle isn't here at LSU anymore. He's got a predecessor named Brian Kelly. Uh, Spence, first off, what's going on? And hey, what did you think about our good buddy Brian Kelly at
2: SEC Media Days? Brian Kelly's holding his own. I mean, there's nothing. Brian Kelly is doing exactly what Brian Kelly needs to do. He's keeping his name in the media. He's he's recruiting. Um, he's honestly setting a few teams up to actually underestimate him this season, which is a very interesting ploy. I, when he, I, if I were a head coach, I would never underestimate Brian Kelly, right? I mean, it's somebody that's coached at the highest levels. Uh, we know that he can recruit. We know that's going to be easier that now that he's at LSU. Um, the systems that he likes to run are going to actually they they're they're probably going to look better with LSU talent. Uh, so I think that Brian Kelly held his own. I know there are a lot of clowns out there. They're gonna there are a lot of clowns. There are a lot of people you know that are, that are getting their jokes off. I get it. I understand everybody's joking right now, but. Um, I'm pretty sure Brian Kelly has something for him in these first couple of games uh, at the beginning of the season.
1: Memphis, is. am I overreacting to just, like, shut up at this point? I, I mean, Memphis, we're at SEC media days, and mm-hmm. people are putting TikTok dancers. They're putting, you, you know, a uh, southern accent enthusiast. Like, I get it. It's funny. Ha-ha. But, man, I got to be honest. From an LSU guy and fan and a guy that covers them – at some point, it gets a little obnoxious. Uh, are, I can understand. Are, are you of the mindset as me, like, hey, man, you better get these jokes out now because if Brian Kelly yeah. gets this thing rolling, yeah. you're in trouble.
2: Yeah. Get the jokes going now uh, because there may not be a lot of people laughing when the regular season gets started. Uh, so I would welcome the jokes. You know, I mean, in Memphis, we always – be joking on each other, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a tradition in Memphis. So, I mean, everybody get their jokes off and then when it gets serious on the field, I, I want to see that same energy. I want to see people laughing like they were beforehand when you look over and you're like, man, it's, we're going into the fourth quarter and we're down like 17 to this LSU defense and we know we're not going to do anything to it. So yeah, get the jokes off right now. Uh, because I think there's going to be a serious reckoning during the season, uh, one that it's it it seems as if maybe maybe I'm giving Brian Kelly a little bit too much credit. I don't know. I all I've seen the man do is win. You know, I don't. I, there there aren't that many seasons that he's had in recent memory where he's not had a winning season. So what's he going to do with LSU talent? I mean, what's he going to do with the third ranked and fourth ranked you know uh, recruiting classes a couple of years? I, I just I don't understand why people don't understand one plus one equals two, still in my book. So the the talent that he has to work with, uh, I think is going to work out in his favor. Um, and don't I, I wouldn't worry about his recruiting right now. Let him get settled. Let him get the plays in. Let him let him critique his playbook year one, and see exactly what he's missing out of the talent that's already there, because you and I know that. LSU doesn't really, they're, they're they're never devoid of talent. So when you put a coach with the skill set of Brian Kelly with that talent, somebody that you know he'll play around until game time, then it gets really serious. Yeah, it, it should be a good fit. It should be a really good fit.
1: Memphis, I know that you do your top sixteen. I I, I don't. I do. I, I don't think that LSU's in that top 16. I could be wrong, or at least in your top 16.
2: Um to start off the season, no, where but would, that could change if get a really top quick.
1: Would you have them in that top 25 if you did that?
2: Yeah. Mhm. so they 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 probably learn they're they're lingering around 24, 25 in my mind right. Now. Uh, why so, is that?
1: Why yeah, why is that?
2: So the defense that Brian Kelly likes to run, it, there, it was lackluster at Notre Dame because they just didn't have – they always had an offensive line. They just didn't have the quickness at corner. Well, what do we know about DBU? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't even uh, – he doesn't even have to worry about that anymore. Now there's there's a uh, – he's, he's rich with talent, and I want to see exactly how some of the, the – the defense – that he has now is probably going to be better than any defense that he's ever had coaching. And all he has to do is get the offense together and then watch out. So I have them lurking around 25 right now. They have a schedule where they could easily make the, the, the college football playoff. Um, there may be some, it's, it's a tough schedule though. It's not a, it's not an easy schedule. So uh, probably a, I don't know where the ceiling is on this team, but I would say the floor is probably around eight games. You know, I expect Brian Kelly to go out there and win eight games this year.
1: If he wins eight games, I'm flying you to Louisiana and we're going eating eat as much gumbo and crawfish as we can. And we're drinking all night long. <laughs> uh, Memphis Spencer. Um, Memphis. I, I said earlier, and this is just of my opinion. Now I, they're not firing Brian Kelly. If they lose to Florida state, but, man, no. I, I really do believe that LSU does have to win week one against Florida State. I, I, I think they got – just to kind of put everybody back on notice of who they are, are you of the same thought process of me? Like, LSU's really got to make a statement after last year going to UCLA and just kind of getting physically dominated?
2: I'm almost certain that they will. I mean, there's nothing – I'm down here in Tampa now, and Florida State's not that far away. The information that I get for Florida, Florida State, and Miami is pretty good these days. Um, The Florida State – God bless my old coach. Uh, Mike Norvell.
0: Yeah, Mike Norvell.
2: He's going to run into a bus, uh, which is LSU this year, uh, and probably lose the opening game again. Now, nobody's going to fault him this year for losing to LSU. Do they have athletes? Yes. Their defensive line is pretty good this year.
1: Talking about Florida
2: State. Yeah, Florida State. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, we're a little mediocre, honestly. And, you know, the the, the complaints – the team that really has complaints about recruiting lately has been what Norvell's been doing at Florida State. Now, if you compare apples to apples there, then you'll start seeing some real deficiencies where you didn't see Florida state really lacking, you know, their, their linebackers were always above average. Now they're kind of average. You know, you start looking around you're like, "Mm, are any of these guys NFL prospects yet? You know, and uh, that's not a conversation you used to have. There used to at least be some prospects at linebacker there at Florida state. I'm looking around, like, I'm not sure. And when that crosses my mind, and you know, I'm a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. When that crosses my mind, I'm like, what's Norvell? Norvell's never really been able to recruit that well. He didn't recruit that well at at Memphis. What he's able to do is take under-recruited guys, mm-hmm. put them with his team, they coached them up, they got them ready for for the NFL, and they did some really good drills. But at Florida State, like you know this at, at LSU at Florida State, which should still be in recent memory they've won a championship, so they should still be somewhere around fifteen twenty in everybody's minds, uh, top twenty team in the nation, if it if not higher. Um, you got to bring a star or a star talent there. You got to bring five stars and high four star guys there. Uh, especially in defense. If you're going to be playing with Clemson's, you're going to be playing with the the Louisvilles that always seem to have some sort of athletic backfield. There's, there's a, it's it's been very lackluster from what I've seen with FSU. And that's why I look at the, that first matchup and I'm like, well, I, this is honestly Brian Kelly's game to lose. I don't see him actually losing that game. I, uh, that's a, in in my mind, that's 75, 80% LSU off top. Uh there's not a there's not it should it should be competitive at first, but Norvell's fourth quarter defense, unless he's done something magical there, uh it's always kind of um they're never they don't seem very conditioned mm. uh for, for to, to to go fourth qu- four quarters. He's either up by ten going into the fourth quarter trying to hang on to it. If it's any closer than that, they just lose the game. And uh, it doesn't really matter who he's playing. I mean it's Memphis it happened State. a season
1: ago with Notre Dame. Right. Speaking of Brian Kelly and Florida State,
2: they they yeah.
1: faltered down the stretch. Right.
2: That that's that's what those defenses for Norvell does. I don't know. He gets in these coaching situations and he's not really he's great pregame, in game coaching. Uh, there's still a lot left to be desired. Which is how UCF beat him so many times at Me- he never beat UCF.
0: Was and that's Heupel, that always
2: about Was Hypo the, he to- huh? that- the head coach?
1: Was Hypo the head coach, then?
2: Uh Heupel, yeah. Yeah, okay. He never beat Hypo um while he was there. And I think one year I wanna say what the first year was frost. Okay. And then I that. Uh, um, the national championship
1: beat, winning coach, Scott Frost, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: But he never beat any of those dudes. And I was just like, well, why does Florida State really want a guy that doesn't beat UCF? You know, I mean, a lot of the – the, the, the year we were playing in the Cotton Bowl, and, and he has a high-powered offense, but the year that we were playing in the Cotton Bowl, you could see the deficiencies on defense, you know? I mean, if we could if we could get a stop, we put up more points than anybody else did in the Big Ten on Penn State, get a stop or two, we're in the game. Instead, it's like a 7-point to 14-point lead the entire time, if not more. But I think that this is a Brian Kelly game. I I don't don't look past this game, but that's his game to lose. I don't, I don't, LSU wins this one hands out.
1: Speaking of another team that LSU will play this year, and a lot of people have a buzz around now, I think jo- uh, Josh Hype, will speaking of him, talks tomorrow at SEC Media Days. Right. Um, what's your thoughts on Tennessee? I, I could see them being a 10-win team. I could see them being a 5-win team. Uh, what's your thoughts uh, on Tennessee?
2: I don't know what Tennessee is going to do this year because – was one of those guys that got wins, and I didn't know how. <laughs> uh, when I was watching them in the American Athletic Conference, I was like, yeah, he's winning, but are they the mistakes of the other coach of why he's winning? He's like one of those guys, like, just don't mess it up, you know, and as long as he doesn't – because he usually doesn't make a, quote-unquote, coaching mistake, but he lets the other team beat themselves, basically. Uh, get out of position, you know, if, if it's a real disciplined team, he never beats teams like that. But once that offense, you know, he runs a very fast offense. If your defense is for whatever reason, you know, uh, if, if they're, if they're, if they're load bearing on one side, so for whatever reason, he figures out how to beat those, those short screens. Uh, if they're out of position, if they don't, if they're not really don't have any gap integrity, uh, He'll pick up first downs easily, but he usually lets the other team beat to, beat, them, beat themselves. He doesn't have any schemes that I would say are amazing. He just has a, a lot of regular, hey, if you do this, I'm gonna you do know, this. RPO stuff, if you do this, we'll do that. But if your team's fast, which LSU is, if your team's disciplined, which LSU should be now,
1: Under Kelly, should
2: be. Right. That's one of the things I'm looking for from Kelly. They should be disciplined this year. Uh, that it's not a game. He usually doesn't win those games. So we'll see. That's going to be an interesting game. Probably a game that you you'll see within ten points. I don't think it'll be. I really think the FSU game is going to be more of a blowout. I think that's going to be more of a, 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 a fourteen plus point blowout by LSU. Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't have the faith that everybody else does in Norvell. I've seen that act before. But uh, the uh, Heupel, that's probably going to be close because he can – he usually keeps games close, and uh, that should be some really good competition. I still think LSU should be able to win that game.
1: Uh, I, I'm just going to say this. If Corn Rose Mike Norvell shows up to the game, I'm scared. <laughs> you know, right. like if wide receiver Corn Rose Mike Norvell shows up, I, oh, yeah. I I, I, I start panicking. Uh, my producer, <laughs> Pooh Bear, I, some, some say guy. he's got cornrows. He's going to kill that me after guy. the show. Uh, Memphis, I, I want to keep in the SEC, but I do want to ask you one question in the ACC. i, sure. I got to be blunt and honest. I think Clemson is the most underrated team that no one's really – they're talking about Clemson, but you're really not talking about Clemson. I, right. I think that that front seven is going to be disgusting. I think that DJ yep. Ugalolele – is going to have a much better season. I think they needed a change offensively, and Tony Elliott leaving. Sometimes things could get stale. Memphis, I've called for them to be in the playoff. They're one of my four teams this year. What is your thoughts about Clemson as we're getting so much closer to the regular season?
2: In my mind, the jury's out on Clemson. I'm not sure. Okay, um, Playoff team? Maybe. I've got to, i got to see what Dabo does with the talent that he has right now. Um, I really want to see what Dabo does because I, we'll let's put it like this: after Game Four, we'll know. Um, but let's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reserve judgment on Clemson. I don't know if they're a playoff team this year. They're probably a ten-win team because who can't win ten games in the ACC? But. They won 10 last year, you know? Yeah, and, and, and last year wasn't a good year for them. And, and they so, start off
1: this season with Walking Dead State University, you know? I mean.
2: <laughs> right. But the question is going to be if, you know, Clemson has, has – the, the way Clemson won those championships is really through their defense. Do they have the guys? Yes. Do the, – is the scheme going to be there? You know, is the experience going to be there? At DC now, I don't know. I I gotta see what Dabo does. Dabo used to do a whole lot of Clemsoning back in the day. So you know, we gotta we got. I'm gonna I'm gonna check to see what 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 his defensive schemes look like with the with the talent that he has. Do they have talent? Absolutely. Front seven solid. Uh, at least three guys there that I know that I've already had conversations two scouts about that are NFL prospects. So there's they have talent. So you know as well as I do, talent in the wrong position it ain't tackling nobody. <laughs> so we got to see what those schemes are, where those guys are placed. Uh, I know they can make the plays if they're in the right position. But they still got to get there and, and and dabble working with a new defensive coordinator. Let's see. Let's see what happens.
1: Uh, we're going to fire off some very quick questions for you. Uh, Shoot it. Pooh Bear, our, our producer, says, Ask Memphis – New coach under the most pres- pressure, Riley Kelly, Cristobal, Napier, uh Lanning, etc.
2: I mean, you gotta go with Napier, right? Because he's at he's at Florida. <laughs> I mean, what
1: the George capital of the world.
2: I mean the Florida has Florida's been acting like Tennessee. They've been kind of like shooting themselves in the foot with coaches. And it almost Feels as if they're starting to to, to to start trending downward on coaches. Now I like Napier, and he's he, but he has a he has a tough task. He has a lot of naysayers already uh, floating around, and and quiet is kept. Florida's happy, but not really happy with the coach that they have now. Uh, coach Mack came in, you know, was coach of the year. They had him. They ran him out of there in about two and a half years. Uh, you know, I I, I can't. I have no idea what, you know, Darth Vader's doing these days, you know. Uh, but but Napier, honestly, <laughs> Napier honestly has a, a he has it cut out for him because Kentucky's been quietly, quietly building that defense uh, and quietly starting to put together an offense. And I'm like, well, you still can't beat Georgia, but you might be able to beat Florida and Tennessee. And if you can do that, you can win the – he can at least be in competition for that sec east uh so i kentucky starting to, to to claw up on florida regularly now and i don't know that's a that's gonna that's a tough spot to come into um but if you give them the resources and the time the time being the the key factor there i think napier would be all right um
1: uh- the only thing with Napier is he's going to do a lot of quarterback reads, a lot of quarterback RPO yeah. type stuff. Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, is that dude. My, okay, my opinion. I put ten dollars yeah. on him to win the Heisman at like unreal odds. I'm fully prepared to lose ten dollars, but if I hit, I'm hitting 12 twelve hundreds. So look, I have a lot of faith in that young. <laughs> so that's when we're going to get that
2: crawfish, right? That's uh, what I'm calling oh, you when you do
1: that. Hey, he can pull a Tebow and go nine and three. And lose to LSU and win the Heisman. I'm completely okay with that. I, I'm completely – awesome. Memphis, that look. That young man can play now. Look, he gets yeah, a bad yeah. rap okay. for a lot of different reasons. Uh, I, I'm keeping my eyes, eyes out on him. Last one, though, Memphis. Well, uh, well, hold on, though.
2: Let me ask you this, though. Okay, because okay. I, I, was, I was trying to figure out, like, is Miles Brennan or Jaden Daniels going to be the starter out there at LSU? I mean, I know Jaden Daniels is coming from from Arizona State. Uh, Brandon's been injured. He's just he's he's been injured. He looks good when he's not injured, but he's just been injured. Um, Arizona State's been uh, Arizona State can't win with their own QBs, <laughs> but they seem like their transfers, man. They work out really well, man. We've I, had a couple over there at Memphis, and we're like, okay, well, you know, Brady White, you know, he he transferred uh-huh, over there, uh-huh. got us to the Cotton Bowl, you know. I, I'm I was fine with that. Uh, so I'm I'm looking at Jane Daniels like, well, they can't win with them, but can LSU win with them?
1: That's actually kind of the next question that was geared towards you about the quarterback play at LSU. So I guess we'll in the show, in the segment here with you. Uh, personally, yeah. I, I don't think anybody on God's green planet knows. The one thing that we do know is that Brian Kelly yesterday, and I got beat up because apparently I'm pushing a narrative, even though I'm directing a quote from Brian Kelly yesterday. He wants a guy that can be able to move outside the pocket. He wants a guy that can mm-hmm. use use his legs. That does not fit Miles Brennan, if that's truly the case. It fits Garrett Nussmeyer, it fits Walker Howard, and it obviously fits Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know who's going to win the starting job, but I what I do know is, it, no matter what, Jaden Daniels is going to have packages for him in the red zone, and to me, to me, as he should. If you are playing and starting, and, or not starting, but if you are playing and you have the ball in your head and hands in the red zone, no matter what the team, what the opponent, that is significant snaps. Points are a dime a dozen. You literally go out and pay hundreds of millions of dollars to score touchdowns in the red zone. That's what football is legitimately all about. With that being said, I think it's a two-person race, but nobody told five-star quarterback Walker Howard that he's supposed to be red-shirting. That's true. So, if you have a young man that's more talented, that's fourth on your roster, and Memphis, he starts making plays in the middle of the season, and you're like, good googly moogly, what do we have here? I I digress. But I would love your opinion on this to to end out the segment.
2: I'm trying to figure out if Kelly would start a freshman over these guys. I I don't
1: think that he will. So, elaborate on that because, look, you've covered – college athletics and Notre Dame holistically more than we have. Brian mm-hmm. Kelly doesn't like playing freshman.
2: He's a traditionalist in that. And, I, look, I'm not saying that he he won't, but he didn't do much of that at Notre Dame. He didn't do much of that at Cincinnati. He's not one of those guys that, like, he likes, he likes guys that, A, get his playbook. Because he has some really complex plays, and that's kind of what – it's going to be really interesting to see who gets it. I thought, like, if Miles Brennan can keep standing or keep keep up in the pocket, that he'd be a guy that actually would be able to get – understand the playbook. Jaden Daniels, I think, not only could understand the playbook, I think he could execute it at, at, at this level. Hey, Memphis, you know, he's even if he there. doesn't,
1: even if he doesn't, he can run away from Will Anderson.
2: Yeah, that's true uh and i think that you know i if howard walker starts man that that would be a surprise to me in this situation because i don't think he's not he doesn't seem like the gambler type but then again he may turn over a new leaf He may get here and say look at all this talent i never had i've never had this much talent
1: before Um, so i forget the song i'm gonna let
2: my hair up and let my
1: braids down that's what Brian <laughs> Kelly's going to do. Right. He's going to so go Brian full pity Pablo, Memphis style, rip his shirt off, and start swinging around like a helicopter.
2: Oh, oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But um, he he's uh, – Brian Kelly's going to – he'll he will – first of all, there will definitely be different packages for different QBs. Uh, and it's going to be a performance thing. You know, he's a very good – Evaluator of who's who's really getting his 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 uh, packages. I think Jane Daniels though is the if if you're asking me right now, and I don't have that much information on who's gonna who's gonna start there. I was hoping you did, honestly. I, like, well, let me ask Blake. Um, but if you ask me, who's likely to be the starter for Kelly Day one? The, right now, knowing everything that I know, to probably be Daniels. Um, because I think Daniels will not only get the playbook, I think he can actually make the plays. And Kelly's going to evaluate that. Let's hope he doesn't get hurt. Uh, But um, Brennan, I think, I don't know. I I, I think Brennan's going to have a part, a role in this offense. Uh, But I think Jaden Daniels is going to be your day one star.
1: The last time you made a big statement like this on AYS, it was about Will Wade and you said he was going down and you got called out and then three weeks later I brought you back up and you were like, and I'm quoting you, Nan Nana Boo Boo. Are they <laughs> gonna be bringing you back in three weeks and you're saying the same thing? We'll see then. Buddy, you know how much I love you coming on this show. You're hey, man,
2: absolutely I love you. And fantastic. sorry about your sorry about your grandma, man. Thanks, I've been man. praying for you and your family on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh I, I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Well, look, I'm looking forward to your top 16. When Memphis, so Memphis, very, very quickly. When do you release like your top 16?
2: I'm actually starting to work on it now. I usually start after uh, all the media days are done, which I think the last one's going to be done like the end of this week or the ones that actually me- are meaningful uh, are going to be done either. Well, probably end of next week, honestly. Um Oh, well, the, you do have the uh, American Athletic Conference on the 28th. but So I'll probably start somewhere in between the 28th and uh, that first week of, of August uh, and start putting together preseason. We all do it. Uh, everybody who votes in that, the, the top 52, um, they, they choose us. We're, 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 the, we're the chosen FWAA Super 16 voters. Uh, and I, get, I finally get a chance to vote with guys like Phil Steele uh on this thing i mean uh, guys that i used to grow up reading you know that's uh, he's 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 one of the voters on this so how much um,
1: crawfish do i have to bowl to get on the committee
2: (laughs) i don't know man like i said i it it was it was a surprise and honestly you know if there was anything that that good that happened uh through the pandemic there were a lot of people that decided to retire and open up a spot for your for for little old me you know, I don't, I try to stay in the background. I try not to, you know, be out there or whatnot. Uh, you know, there are a lot of, uh, Nicole Auerbach is one, another uh, one of the voters. Right. You uh-huh. know, there are some people, there are some very, very popular voters. And then there are just some analysts like me that everybody just kind of knows, like he knows what he's doing. So let's put him on this, let's put him on this board. Let's make sure we're accurate. So.
1: All I'm saying is, man, I want an NIL deal from the committee. That's it. <laughs>
2: You'll have one. Well, we'll be working on that. I'll work on that for you, my man. All right,
1: Memphis. Thank you so much, man. We'll talk again very soon. Thank you so much.
2: All right. Take care.
1: That's our good buddy, Memphis Spence. Always kills it. Always kills it. That's why I love him, man. You know, we had an interesting story how I met Memphis um, just via Twitter. We got in a very good Twitter discussion. Uh, We didn't go yell back and forth like most fans on Twitter do. I brought him on the show. He was right. I was wrong. (laughs) Hey man, he showed me why he's one of the best voters when it comes to college football in the country. All right, let's do this. I'm going to bring Pooh Bear in here. Zach said that his uh that his goatee and mullet aren't aren't don't aren't lined up yet, so we won't bring on Zach uh uh to end the show, but we will we will bring on Pooh Bear. Believe in Saints at eight fifteen. So let's pay the bills. We will bring in Pooh Bear back in one minute. Let's talk about our good friends over at Grandco, the Grandco.com. Be back in a minute. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta 8 company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside as the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Actually, I lied. Um, and Pooh Bear, let's bring Pooh Bear in here. Um, no believe in Saints. Oh We uh, we kind of have to reschedule, so that that's fine. Pooh Bear, let me ask you this. I know it's been in Twitter spaces. I know that I got called out for it. I know that, first off, what a beautiful twist of your hair. I mean.
0: Thank you. Uh, so I went in to go get a twist to get ready for Swag Media Days because I gotta be pretty. Okay, can and, uh, you
1: can you say when you ask Dion a question, uh, Mister Sanders? This is Pooh Bear from the Golden Boot Pod hashtag AYS. Uh, can you do that for a player? Like, can you
0: say that? Like, can you throw your brother a bone or what? I got you. I got you. I'm gonna say, hey, I'm working for all the bad in the in the you know out here. All right. Uh, Blue Bear, Jay,
1: Jay Johnson's getting more. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag narrative. I'm fine. No, excuse let's
0: go. Let's me. Go.
1: First off, this is what I want to do every single week that this happens. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: tomato, 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 <laughs> throwing tomato. Apparently, I
1: push narratives. <laughs> Nevertheless, hey. Jay Johnson uh, mm-hmm. is having an early Christmas, as they would call it, Christmas in July. Uh, pooh bear do you ever remember this much success in any sport like this especially in baseball
0: i i can't i can't think of um, a time where especially in baseball where you can easily lose a recruit like that um as a matter of fact if i'm not mistaken uh lSU lost a quarterback um in 2008 when uh the draft popped up and uh He left and wouldn't play baseball, and LSU was scrambling for another quarterback. So, yeah, um, July can be brutal, especially for for baseball, especially at LSU. Uh, What Jay Johnson has done um, is by no means short of of a miracle. Um, I'll I'll say this. As much as fans complain about NIL on the football side, NIL may have helped you a lot on the baseball side because now – you can kind of compete with those contract numbers.
1: Come on. It's your uncle. Come on. Every time. Hey, who, hey, take him in. Hey, who is that? Who is that? Pooh? Poo? <laughs> is he your favorite?
0: Yeah. Is, uh, or
1: is Uncle Zach your favorite? Okay. Say it loud. Pooh. <laughs> <Wow>. Pooh <Poo-bow. Bye-bye. laughs> Well, talk, well, look, I, I, I agree with you, uh, um, Pooh Bear. I, I mean, look, you, you can't have this much success in not thinking today's society that you are not doing things in NIL. N- now, just do it to football. Um, Pooh Bear, I don't know if you'll be here because, you know, we, we have some family things we got to take care of before you go to Swag Media Days. Uh, so let's talk about it very quickly before we get out of mm. here. What, you, what are you going to ask Dion? I mean, are you, like, what do you come off – and really, uh, you know, are you prepping for that? Stop that.
0: Yeah, uh, I know one thing we're we're going to ask most coaches is, um, how do you plan to compete with uh, with the things that that Jackson State, are, you know, are doing or putting together? Um, as Dion, you know, how's it feel being at the top? Only at the top, you know. How, how does he prepare his, you know, mentally? Or prepare the kids mentally to take that on. So. I, well, look, I,
1: I I'm really interested. You know, like the first mm-hmm. question I want to know is, hey, when you win and you hold on, shush, when you have ten wins this year and and Florida State fires Mike Norvell, Pooh Bear, I want to hear him say it. Yeah. You know, like I, I want to, you know, because look, we debate this all the time, and, and I think that he's doing fantastic stuff at um at Jackson State. Stand by it, put your stamp on it. That's what I mm-hmm. want. Just saying. I got one more question, though. Yep. Um, Nick Saban talked about playing HBCUs today. Um,
0: did
2: it's I miss
1: something? A- a- am I losing my mind here?
0: Um, Ben is right there, so I'll just say bull.
1: He can't hear, he, he
0: can't hear you. OK. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> I let's, mean, he say <laughs> <laughs> let's say this. can hear. so it's like this. Um, Alabama has not played an in-state rival uh, except for Auburn or I'm oh, sorry, any in-state school except for Auburn and I know way before I was born. Um, and how old are you? Like 62, right? Yeah, 69. Um,
1: <laughs> my mama's watching the show, dog. Listen, I, I just age slow.
0: Boo! <laughs> Boo! Tomato, 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 I'm throwing tomatoes. But no, seriously, uh. Alabama just we talked about this before. Alabama could've could've really helped UAB out and they didn't. And UAB is under their umbrella, so it really would have kept money in house and they didn't. They chose not to. So I'm really
1: looking forward for you. I think it's a huge deal for you guys over at see, the
0: Golden Boot. There its is. It's been since like nineteen forty four, since the last so, time so, Alabama. So played since another. World
1: War II So Interesting. Yeah. You know, and, and look on the on the flip side Brian Kelly came out this week and said, Why aren't no. we playing Southern? Because guys, this game I'm quoting, I've never played against an FCS opponent where the game was already sold out. Poo, the that game, game sold is, out.
0: Yeah. And just wait till next year when they play Grambling as well. I mean, this is gonna be big because it's 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 not even just in state, it's in city. Correct. When they when they play grambling as well, it's going to be a sellout as well. I can guarantee
1: it. So. Sounds good. That's what makes you the Pooh Bear. Good luck. Safe travels. Tell your Uncle Pooh bye. Bye,
0: Ben. Say bye, Uncle
1: Pooh. Bye, Uncle Pooh. All right. We'll see y'all soon. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Oh, Mike Jones Jr. tomorrow. And I think we got a pretty big special guest. He might be on the staff. We'll see if we can work some things out with him there but until then we'll see y'all soon y'all have a good night (laughs) peace out girl scouts thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for
0: b-l-e-a-v on youtube